Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Forever Dog. I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to Iconography. This is our podcast about celebrities and why we love them so much. Uh, Every episode, we bring on a guest and they will talk about a celebrity that they love, that they absolutely stand, would die for. And we just, we get into it because we have to, because we have a duty to. We simply have to. We actually have been mandated by the U.S. government. They came to our houses in the middle of the night and they said, if you don't host this podcast, this podcast we'll um you'll just you'll see and I was like what the <laughs> and you were like you don't want to know heck? what's on the other side of that I was like guys you got it you gotta at least give a clear threat this is really scary um and they didn't and so now we're hosting this podcast um but this episode is a little different from the one you heard earlier this week correct yes yes correct. it is correct Olivia tell this them why be a sh- this is going to be a short little one with just me and Io where we kind of, you know, recap what's going on in the world of celebs, what we're thinking, what we're, what, what kind of shenanigans they're all getting up to. It's we're going to play a few games. We're going to play a few games because you know we got games up the we dang love sleeve. <laughs> and, you know, it's going to be an, here's what I'll say. It's going to be an intimate affair. Okay, you can, It's absolutely intimate. It's absolutely intimate. It's private. It's you and I and Olivia. It's us and you. And it's almost... I don't know who you're addressing right now. Are you addressing the listeners oh, or are Kevin. you addressing me? Kevin. You know Kevin's listening. Okay. There's always one guy named Kevin. At the end of the day... Okay. Please rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, please. If, you, if, you're, if you're Kevin, rate, review, subscribe. Kevin, hit us up. If you're not Kevin, also rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, feel free to. And if you're not Kevin, change your name to Kevin and rate, review, subscribe. Um, wherever you get your freaking podcast. I'm talking Apple. I'm talking Spotify. I'm talking the dark web. Please make sure you leave us his comments. Uh, engage with us. Let us know what you're thinking. Because uh, we need it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we need it for validation. We actually are so fucking desperate and thirsty and sad for validation. Um, just say hi and that your name is Kevin. Um, we got to talk celebs. Oh, we got to talk shop. Okay. Well, we have to talk about what happened to me yesterday. And we got to talk that because it's it's a saga. <laughs> we kind of have it's... to get into this whole saga of yeah. <laughs> seeing the Hugh Jackman live experience at Madison Square Garden. Alone. 
alone. Well, okay. Here's the thing yes. is that you were supposed to come with me. This is correct. Let's talk about that. Well, what started as a bit then became I think it was earnest. Yeah. Because and it ended up with us buying expensive tickets. Expensive tickets. <laughs> to the <laughs> to Hugh see, Jackman To experience. the Hugh Jackman live show at Madison Square Garden. And then, of course, Io is in LA. Famously. Here, moved. And we kind of forgot that we had tickets to see this Which until a couple days before. psychotic to forget yeah. that we had yeah, tickets no. to see Hugh Jackman live at Madison Square Garden. I. Don't know what happened, but no, somebody I, DM'd is, me and they were like, because he's doing another show in L.A. And they were like, aren't you going? And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I did post about when I. Yeah, there was a second where I was like, is I going to buy like a, a spirit airline trip <laughs> to New York for like one day only to come to this? Not only a Hugh Jackman live show at Madison Square Garden, a matinee. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A 1 p.m. Hugh Jackman live experience. I was very close, um, I will say, to getting a $792 Spirit Airline ticket where they strap me on to the turbo jet of the plane. And just shoot and you shoot the shoot fuck me. across I'm the country. Sort of, I'm crisp. I'm hot by the, the by the heat of the engines. Just sort of shot across the entire nation to see my boy Hugh. But alas, I, I couldn't do it. Uh, okay, so let me kind of tell you what happens at a Hugh Jackman concert. Um, the conceit of a Hugh Jackman concert is that he is Hugh Jackman, and you love that, and he loves that you love that. And that's kind of it. There's no, like, theme. The theme is Hugh Jackman. Well, you and, sent me um, a video, which yeah. made me feel crazy, um, of okay, the yeah, intro. Should, the intro is crazy. I should note that I was alone in the nosebleeds one uh, weed gummy deep so just feeling absolutely <laughs> out of time and space <laughs> and like the lights the lights go down yeah. and then on the screens is like a montage of every movie Hugh Jackman has ever been in I think that's like crazy the, the like rousing opening chords of the greatest show <sighs> And, and it's like, rah, rah, and you're just like Wolverine, Wolverine, like, rah, rah, like greatest showman. It omen. means like, everything like and nothing Leopold, at the like, same time. Every single thing. There and was then, a little bit of the, um, of the, uh, the, oh gosh, now I'm going to mix it up. The Prestige, The Illusionist. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, The Prestige, the prestige. is there. Um, it's to, to like, the opening then, chords of The Greatest Showman. Yeah, and then Poison. it's like the screens are the screens are Wolverine, and he's doing the like arm thing, and then the music swells, and he's like, oh the arm <laughs> he thing where he's like where it's like the arms are starts, like ha! Yeah, yeah yeah he does the like X yeah, with yeah, his yeah, arms, yeah. and then he comes out and he starts doing like this is the show, da, 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 and everyone loses their fucking minds. Awesome. Like everyone there is either seventy or seven, and they're all <laughs> screaming, <laughs> losing their then, minds for Hugh. And okay, and this show oh, is well, two and a half Jackman. hours long. Is what How I'll long? say. Two and a, two and a half hours with a twenty minute intermission. The the first There's act closes two with two parts a, to the show. There are two parts of the show. The first act closes with a Les Mis medley. Oh, wow! <laughs> and it ends on one day more. No, and then the like Solo? the lights come up. Is he singing? No, he has he has like backup singers and an um, orchestra. One of his backup singers sings a, "I Dreamed a Dream." Um, Good for her. And then. And then he also comes out and does 20 minutes as Peter Allen, which is the the man, the songwriter who he won a Tony for playing. But he comes out in character, who as, is this like flamboyant gay Australian man. And he's I, wearing 
He's wearing full shiny suit that, he, and he takes off. He does like several reveals of Whoa. his shirt, so it's Whoa. like shiny shirt one comes off. Whoa. There's a second shiny shirt. No, <laughs> shiny shirt number two comes off. There's a third no. shiny shirt. There can't be three <laughs> shiny shirts. There's um, I I feel like. G- I feel crazy again talking about like what happens in the show, but there's also a tap dance portion you in the second act. Violence. There's a tap dance portion in the second act where he tap dances to Thunderstruck, and it transitions into September, and it's just like September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember? Do yes, yes. So it's going Thunderstruck, and then it's like, do you remember? But, and he's tap dancing mm, the whole time. No, no, this is violent. This is illegal. No, I feel like it's I. I feel like I was let in on a secret and it's like all these like <laughs> old white people like know that this is a thing and like you're gonna I get was a, like, like a letter in the mail no, that's yeah, gonna like invite you to some sort of about like it. it feels like society. I'm part of a club these are all the people it, there are the same type of people who it's like they swap blood with like gay black men do you no, know what I, I mean I literally it felt very get outy yeah. it was like I felt outside of my body and one last thing is that there is a portion where he brings out like these indigenous Australian people and they all like do a number together. And then he talks about like how important it is that like white Australians respect like indigenous people. And then he like sends them off on their way. And then he does like a heel turn and just starts belting Mac the knife. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. And I was like sitting by myself. I was like, does anyone think this is (laughs) insane? I think there is a chance and I know that I bought the tickets with you and we did make the plan together but I will say consider this that none of this ever happened no I that this is sort of a a, a I like checked this morning to make sure I checked this morning to make sure that the several videos I took on my phone were like actually there god like I have never felt crazier Uh, so this is all to say um if you have the opportunity to see Hugh Jackman live, cannot recommend it enough. Um, kind of a once in a lifetime experience. Huge. Um, he's on. The other thing is that this is a world tour. <laughs> he is going he's around going the around. globe. Oh my god! Tap dancing and For the singing Dear Evan Hansen songs and oh yeah, like, he's singing. Oh be right, found. he also sings a Dear Evan Hansen song. Wait, he tells a story. Good about like it's supposed to be about his like struggle but it's literally just a story about him being eight and no one like picking him up to go to his cricket match and then he sings (laughs) and and then he sings like he plays it on the piano he plays the first part of the of you will be found are we talking baby grand what kind of piano big big baby big baby um and then he like he gets up and he's like what i think like i think about that time and i've never felt so vulnerable as when i was that eight-year-old boy waiting really, Hugh? for like being abandoned. That's when you felt and the then, most vulnerable, Hugh? Yeah, okay. no, and he was like, it's not about the people who will let you down. It's about the people who will be there to pick you back up. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And then he starts singing, You Will Be Found Again. And like a Harlem children's choir comes out and sings back up. 
for him. Oh my god. I like I like can't couldn't make it up (laughs) if I tried. No. (laughs) You didn't say they were the Harlem's children squire. Oh yes, yes, yes. Hugh Jackman and like twenty black children. Now I'm pissed I wasn't there because I would be in the choir. You know my ass would have oh, been in yeah, the choir. Oh yeah, you could have easily snuck your way into easily the choir. Easily snuck my it's way like, backstage to sing It's like with a school you. he's on the board of. It was that choir. What the? I'm, 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 I'm shocked. I also, he's probably on the board of several schools like that across the globe. Absolutely. God. Listen. Well, he has to for the world tour so that they can all come out at every single stop on the tour and sing backup for him. Damn, I'm trying to go on tour with Hugh. I'm trying to. I'm, I think you could. I want to be an absolute road dog okay, with my boy, uh, Monsieur so much Jackman. Keeps, I keep forgetting so much that happened. Okay, the woman who sings This Is Me and The Greatest Showman came out Kalala. to sing This Is Me. Kalala? And I will say, it was stunning. I got chills. Kiana Settle. Oh, whoops. Why did I say Kalala? I, like, got Who's teary-eyed. Kalala? Is anybody named Kalala? No. <laughs> I think you're mixing up Malala and Kalela. <laughs> and 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 Kalani and who's that woman? Her, isn't her name Kal- somebody's named Kalala? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Kalela is a person. Right, like a, a singer. singer. Okay, cool. What did wouldn't it be funny if Kalala if Kalala sang in the greatest showman? <laughs> Just funny for she, me, it I would guess. Be like a sexy version and I would it would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, she's like a robot. <laughs> Everybody has to be like, okay, this is normal. Um, that movie is crazy because it's like, nobody's racist because we're all freaks. And it's like, no, people were racist. No, and it also is like, the circus is unethical and immoral. And like, <laughs> okay, decolonize horrible. the circus. Well, Olivia cancels the circus on the pod. Brave. I'm I'm here for um, lion rights, elephant rights. <laughs> if you became an animal rights activist, I actually okay. Io, should we play our first little? <laughs> no, I'm like the opposite of an animal rights activist. Um, um, couldn't be bothered either way. No, and you shouldn't be. Um, well, we should probably have a better transition, but um, <laughs> looks like we don't right now. So well, okay, yeah. Now that I'm done, kind of like getting on the record, the fact that. Uh, Hugh Jackman is a fever dream of a person. Here's um, what I will say about kind of, this. You know, bef- explain what our what. Here's what I'll say about that. Really briefly, is that now after hearing this unidentifiable experience, I would say I am even more committed to seeing Hugh now more than ever, and I am going you to literally scour have to. the net for any tickets. Um, and if anybody wants to yeah. see, no, Hugh if anyone, live, you're invited. If anyone has seen Hugh Jackman live and wants to start a support group with <laughs> me, um, I'm around. My DMs are open. Yeah, it um, might have to be Martha a Stewart POC. Was at the show. It might have I to be a POC Instagram group. Later. Yeah, because I don't think Martha's going to be supporting you. And you also said you only saw what, one other like black the guy. Five of us, I, Olivia. I think that is why it needs to be so small because the community is so suffering. It is small and it is suffering. <laughs> No, the like the, the racial trauma of seeing Hugh Jackman live. 
Yeah, no, it's like you, the the four other people of color and the Harlem Children's Choir all sort of holding each other while you Oh yeah, I have to like save those dance. kids. Yeah, you gotta I have to like free them from Hugh Jackman's grasp. That's my circus. And you know what? Speaking of the freaking circus, it's time for the greatest circus of all. That's right, the world of celebrity. Ooh, we love a transition on the pod. And I just did one, so sorry. Um, That was beautiful. Hey, you're too kind, actually. You're actually too kind and I'm mad at you. It is time for our game, Celebrity Stock Market. Uh, It's a little game Olivia and I play because we are mentally ill. Uh, And uh, we take the world of celebrities and we turn it into freaking cash. We turn it into freaking capital because uh, Olivia and I, we're not just cultural commentators and people with enough free time to record a podcast. No, we are advisors. We are money makers. We are deal breakers. We are UTA. Okay, Olivia, you want to explain (laughs) this little game? (laughs) We are UTA. Um, Yeah, the game is there are three things you can do as per the normal stock market. You can buy, you can sell, you can hold. And we are going to explain to you why you should be holding on to your celebrity stock or why you should be selling your celebrity stock. If someone does something nutso bananas you gotta get rid of that you gotta sell that you gotta let it go we all sold our mel gibson stock forever ago out the window on that one personally but if someone's on the up and up we gotta you gotta buy it you gotta get it Mm -hmm. and maybe they're a flash in the pan maybe they're a flash in the pan and it seems like they're up and up but you leave it alone listen here's the thing you gotta realize celebrities are not actually human beings. They're meat and cash. And we can treat them like that um, because we don't have good health insurance or are still on our parents. That's what happens when you decide to become a famous person is that you uh, become an object. Yep. And that is that. And that's, and that's that. Sorry. Um, so, Olivia, we're looking at this week. We're looking at the trades. Yes. You and me, we're on Deadline. We're on Variety. We're on The Hollywood Reporter. We are on uh, the Daily Mail, okay? We're headed to co.uk. .co.uk, baby. We are on page six every now and again. We're on on Vulture, even. And we're looking at these trades, and so I'm asking you... Vulture, Vanity Fair. E. E. And so I'm asking you, Olivia, um, what celebrity this week are you thinking of buying? Okay, I personally um, am going to buy some Zendaya stock. Which I had been tentatively holding a little bit Mm -hmm. of for a while. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I started watching Euphoria, a show I don't know is good, but she's amazing on it. It is. I think the show might actually be bad, but I think she's really good. The show is bad, and she is so deeply watchable. Yeah, no, the show... The show suffers. The show suffers from what I call um, HBO disease, mm. which is when they give someone a ton of money to make a show look really good, <laughs> but and then actually it, you like listen to what words are being said, and you're like, "This sucks." I love <laughs> that's Westworld. That's, that's Westworld. Kind of season two of Big Little Oz. I love that you are a doctor in naming this disease, um, and you're very good at your practice, which is being psychotic. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Euphoria is not good, but she's so watchable. She's, like, hot, and I don't uh, despise her for it. Like, I've convinced myself that she looks normal. She's so, like, charming and, like, good. She's also, like, funny in a way that she shouldn't be. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you look like that, you shouldn't be allowed to be as funny as she is. Mm. But I guess we have to just let it slide and buy that stock, baby. 
And we got to buy that. Ayo, who are you buying this week? Uh, this week, I have a very interesting buy and a controversial one. And the markets might not like this. I'm going to be honest. This might be a buy that I- I'm going to regret. But it's how I'm feeling. I am buying Jeremy Renner stock. <laughs> Um, hot producer Alec is no. looking very upset no. at me. He's looking very upset at me. And I'm no. and I This is a bad joke. And I am going to explain my buy. I want to diversify my stock. I want to diversify my portfolio. Okay. And I believe that a Jeremy sure. Renner purchase will be a good diversity purchase in this way. Jeremy Renner is releasing music okay, but now. What Jeremy Renner is releasing some sort of sick, perverted country EDM hybrid, and it's illegal. It's unconstitutional. This is, okay, wait, wait. You're being rude to Jeremy Renner because he's been releasing this music. Well, yeah. I've, Jeremy and I, Renner has several singles. I know, but this one in particular um, was so perverse. This one is good. I stand by that this is a good song. I do not think it is a good song, but I see people like you who think that it is a good song. I see people in my mind's eye in, uh, you know, Kentucky, reminiscing on the Hurt Locker, listening to this, saying, we want more of this. And I'm like, well, hell yeah. I think that this is psychotic and nasty, but but the people want it. And that's what this freaking industry is about, okay? It's not about heart. It's about cash. And whatever Jeremy's doing, for some reason, is so... Uh, perverse that I want to see more. And in that vein, I am buying Jeremy Renner stock. And he was good in The Hurt Locker. <laughs> uh, he's amazing in The Hurt Locker. That scene where he comes back from the war and like is standing in the grocery store yeah. is like whew, yeah. amazing. Um, also, do you know about Jeremy Renner's app? Jeremy Renner has an app? <laughs> yes. Jeremy Renner has a Kardashian-esque app where you can get little personal updates from Jeremy Renner himself. And I think you can, like, talk within the community of, like, Renner stands. Okay, well, to there, all there my like forums. marathon Renners, which I just decided is the fandom name, um, I will see you on the app when I purchase it, <laughs> and I'll see you in the stock market because I've purchased Jeremy. I think that that's so uh, deranged, and I'm into it, and I'm invested. And that's what making business looks like. That's the deal, honey. Um, Olivia, the stock market isn't all pleasure, though. Sometimes it's pain. Okay? So we got to do a sell. And I'm going to ask you, who are we selling this week? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm selling um, the Jonas Brothers as a concept um, because I don't think that the shtick is working for me. Huh. Like, all, like all, all individually, yeah. it's different. I have different bids yeah. on all three of yes. them. But as a unit, yes. I think it's such a like a, a forced nostalgia play wow. that I like I can't I can't do it. Wow. And they're also like you like currently in 2019, they're still doing the thing they were doing in like 2008 where they were like recording goofy videos in their green room. But now they're all like 27 and it's like not cute anymore. I, like, will I don't need say to see like the when the tables turn video is an iconic internet video. Iconic. Iconic. Huge. But it worked because they were all 16. Like. Well, Kevin was 40 at the time. And we know this. 
No, but I can't. I I don't. I don't. I don't like Nick and Priyanka kind of famously. I, the whole something smells bad there. <laughs> oh um, my god, people I have gotten like in trouble for that, music. and so I will not co-sign that opinion. Unfortunately. <laughs> Like, no, I just think it's okay. I'll, I'll bravely go on the record and say that they're a couple that has no charisma. Um, oh my God. What do they talk about when they're together? Oh my God. Like, they're bodies, Olivia. I like think hot people do. They talk about their bodies and spinach. Yeah. Sorry that I would love to, you know, you know, have a conversation. <laughs> I'm sure they have lots to talk about. But I just can't get behind the the comeback. None of this music is good enough yeah. for me to. I who are who are you selling? Um, Who's on the chopping block today? On the chopping block for me, I am selling the last of my Chris Pratt stock. I didn't have a lot, but I had enough. That now it's time to let it go. I'm over it. I'm over it. Is it because of that picture of his sunburn? The picture of the sunburn really tipped it over. If you didn't see on Instagram, he posted a picture of his horrific sunburn on his honeymoon to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Uh, and uh, also, there's just a little of his ass crack and, and ass in the picture. And yeah. just enough for me to say, why did we let you have happiness as a society? Why did we put our eye on you? <laughs> We really let him get away with so much, much. for so Too long. Much. And then it was such a such a quick turn to being like, actually, we hate this. I <laughs> no, 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 will no. never forget this reading this Anna Ferris interview when they were still married. And she talked about how he was very Christian and every Easter would build a giant cross and just put it on their front lawn every Easter. And she was like, yeah, that's my husband. And it was like, this this isn't good. This will end poorly. And it did. Ultimately. I feel like I remember her talking about like his gun safe yeah. and being like, yeah. I don't love it, but like can't really change it. And it's like, ah, good, good for her for getting out. But like scary. We don't. Do you think he's going to run for office? Um, Yeah, I'm going to vote for him. <laughs> yeah. Governor Chris Pratt Ugh. of California is going to be like what really sends things over the edge for me. Yeah, that's but that's at the point where it's like full water worlds like you know, I mean just last days. Um and President if, Jurassic if Chris Park Pratt commands one of the <laughs> will be finger if on Chris the button. Pratt commands one of the barges. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah. And he I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freaking lose my flip if <laughs> Chris Pratt. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. giving me rations. I'm going to drown. <laughs> I'd rather drown than be on Chris Pratt's barge. Well, you won't be able to Well, you might not be able to. I think it'll be less water and more sludge. So I think it'll be a little bit difficult to there will just be so many dead animal bodies in the water. So um it might be a little <laughs> tricky. But best of luck to you and your drowning. Um thank you. Now, sometimes we buy, sometimes we sell. We make hard decisions, but other times you know, we got to watch the market and we got to see what's up and up and what's down and down. So we do keep something. We hold something every week. And Olivia, who are you holding? Ansel Elgort. Mm, an interesting hold. Okay, here's the hold. Okay. Ansel is, you know. Annoying. What What is he ever doing? <laughs> like, it feels like he like tri tripped and became famous. Mm. Um like, is he a good actor? I don't know. Is he compelling to watch? Absolutely. So right now we're kind of weighing, like, lying in wait for, one, West Side Story mm -hmm. to happen, and two, The Goldfinch, Gold which I think he is horrifically miscast yes, in. it is a he mistake. Is not 
the character no, in that movie. I do not think Ansel Elgort who, has who read a said book without Ansel pictures. instead of Lucas Hedges. And so to even have him doing an adaptation of a pictureless book is an insult to several communities, including the community of Ansel Elgort himself. He's he's going to be overwhelmed. No, there's there's literally no way that he read that big ass Donna Tart book. <laughs> like no way at all. I think he read the first. He, ha- and he last doesn't know chapter. what he's doing. I think that he's that type of person who reads like that. He reads um, like the first. They chapter, make last in, chapter. in the trailer. He's wearing glasses. Yeah, and he uh, as a glasses. He wears wearer? glasses in the trailer, and it's like, are you offended? I, well, one as a glasses wearer, I'm offended because he clearly like doesn't look like someone who needs glasses, and I know that that doesn't make a lot of sense. But he no <laughs> speak for your seem, community. Like, like he'd be. I'm a, not going to silence you. He'd be a contact person. Yeah. He'd be a contact person because he knows his face. Yeah, never to show anyone else at the very least. He doesn't. It's he doesn't want to ever look like a nerd. Like, yeah. I go to the movies. He's been pretty his whole life. He doesn't care. Cinema is fantasy. It's escapism, and to have such a blatant disregard for any reality to try to convince me as a film goer that Ansel Elgort wears glasses, your film's over. Your film is dead to me. Yeah. No. Also, like, wears glasses, like, can forge art. Like, yeah. that is not the face of a of an art <laughs> forger. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. Lucas is pissed. Lucas Don't is lie pissed. to me. Okay, but it hasn't Lucas come out so yet. Lucas is so pissed. It, oh, my God. It hasn't come out yet, so we're holding. Sure, yeah. Oh, wait, this is... <laughs> Yeah, kind of um, notoriously, I did tell you that I think Luke Wilson is going to get an Oscar nomination for this movie based off of nothing, oh, based off of me knowing yeah, nothing about it. Yeah, that's true that you actually um, did tell me that, and I'm glad you're saying it on the pod, so at least one other person, fingers uh, yeah, crossed. Yeah, I have it on the record. <laughs> Luke Wilson, Oscar nomination, The Goldfinch, so fucked up. 2020. Okay, and that's that. Um, this week... I am holding uh, something a little less, I don't know, a little murkier. But to your earlier point about the Jonas Brothers, uh, I'm actually going to put a hold on Joe, Jonas, and Sophie Turner as a unit. Okay, I think that's very smart. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because I want to sell. I am not actually interested in them, but people think they're cool. And... You know, sure. That's enough for me. When I'm thinking, when I'm looking at my cash, she, when I'm looking at my made bonds, him cool. when I'm looking at my uh, assets, I'm saying, all right, we're going to see how this is going to rise because it is going to keep rising. And they are, they do cool things and they look cool in pictorials. And, you know, it's cool to be hot and young and married, I guess. So we're holding it. Um, did you see that they had a second wedding? I did in, in France and they were smoking cigarettes and taking hot pictures. And I'm like, OK, why not? See, that's why. Yeah, they're the cool ones. Yeah. Like Nick, not cool. Kevin, not cool. Kevin or Joe got a cool wife. And now I'm on board again. Interesting. Yeah. Joe no, that's also true. researched as the hot one in my mind. Yes, entirely. Because there was a while where we thought it was Nick, which was scary. We were foolish. That that gospel of version of jealous. Of course, it was really, the like, gospel version of jealous that did that. It was a con, and and that's why that and that's why Trump is elected, and we know that. And that's and something you know that what? we He's know. He's smart for pulling that con. Of course, it only could have happened in the Obama era, and we just have to live with that knowledge. Um, <laughs> speaking of knowledge, Olivia, it's time for our second game where we, uh, you know, combine our knowledge. We pull together our smarts, our street smarts, our freaking uh, movie watching smarts, our celeb smarts, and we try to do an act of service. This game is called Vroom Vroom, 
And that's because we are trying to pitch a vehicle for someone who has yet to win an Oscar to win an Oscar. You know, it's uh, it's a tragic day in a celeb's life when they put in the work for a role and they think they're going to get the nom and the Academy says, not you, baby. It's no, Glenn no, no, Close's no. time to shine again. Uh, not you, honey. Actually, we like Gary Oldman again. And it's a tragedy and it needs to be stopped. You know, it's very Jennifer Aniston and Kate. Oof. It's very um, Anthony Mackie and Hurt Locker. And it's very, very so many oh, celebrities well, that we... He was snubbed there. Oh, no, he knows. Is what I'll say. No, oh, we know it's a snub. And, and we're trying to right that wrong. And so to right this wrong, Olivia and I select a celebrity who we think is underserved. And we speak truth to power. And somebody that's been weighing on my heart personally, and I think we have to do the right thing, um, is Willem Dafoe. Woo, woo, woo. Never won an Oscar. Never won an Oscar. I just think it's weird. It's like we all know he's good. It's insane. He should have won one for the Florida Project. But he didn't. And that's messed up. So right now, (laughs) Olivia and I are going to freaking pull together all the power in our brain to finally get Willem Dafoe an Oscar. And this is sort of an open script assignment, I guess. So if you want to write this movie and you're like, I don't know, um... Paul Thomas Anderson, you should do it. Okay. So here, let's, what's, so okay, what's the film? I, yeah. We have, should, do you want me to set a timer? Should we do one minute? One minute to win Willem Dafoe an Oscar. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. One, two, three, go. I think that actually it should be directed so Willem by Dafoe Paul should be like, Thomas Anderson. That's what I decided because I said it as a joke and then I was like, wait, that's good. It should be good. Paul Thomas Anderson and it should be a supporting role. Ooh, talk to me. It's a supporting role. It's like, I think it's like crime. Uh-huh. I think there's crime. Yeah. Okay. It's set somewhere And Willem Dafoe gritty. plays like a grizzled yes. detective. Yes. I'm thinking Boston or New Orleans or Detroit. Okay. If it's Detroit. Oh, it's, it's Detroit. It's Detroit for sure. It's Detroit. And it's like adjacent to history. Like it's like there's real history, real Detroit corruption happening. What does that mean? <laughs> real corruption happening, but it's a fictional story. Oh, okay, I got you. And Willem Dafoe is like on the right side of history. Of course. Like not in the green book way, but in like a real yes, way. Yes, 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 yes. In a sort and of he, Selma he like, way. Oh, that's <laughs> Yes, in a Selma way. And he like he's like helping black people Good. like say like fuck you to their racist landlords or something and he gives like a really impassioned speech yeah and that is what they play at the oscar ceremony right and he's like these aren't just people who live on the other side Mm -hmm. of town yeah these are our brothers and our sisters and blah 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 and blah blah till the oscar baby i think that would work (laughs) i think so too yeah and viola davis is like the woman who's like the actual lead but he wins no, I think there will be controversy when uh, Willem Dafoe wins an Oscar for a movie filled with black people. Yeah, okay, but yeah. that's not the game that's we're not playing the game. right we're now. We're playing Vroom Vroom, and honey, we did it. We won Willem Dafoe an Oscar. We're playing Vroom Vroom. We're here to freaking win. win. We play to win. And um, and that's Vroom Vroom. Um, so if you have anyone that you want us to Vroom Vroom, uh, you can hit us up on social media or whatever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wherever we're both at first name last name uh cross platform yeah so just hit us up and hit us up and you know what you can hit us up 
in any regard, you can hit us up if you want to play along with Celebrity Stock Market. You can add us or hashtag Celebrity Stock Market if you've got celebs that you want to buy, sell, hold. Um, and you can also hit us up in the freaking podcast app. Uh, yeah, that's right. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts uh, after you subscribe. Because um, that's looking like our time today, ladies and gents, and people who are also not ladies and gents. Just gentle people, I guess. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, this has been Iconography. I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And we'll see you later. Bye, guys. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.